Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We are in season three and we thank everybody for walking on this journey with us. This episode is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com where we showcase your future favorite artists today and we are more than music. With insightful interviews, new playlists and members features, we highlight hip hop culture the way it should be with respect and dignity. So make sure you become members of HeritageHipHop.com. We are also featured and sponsored by Transparent Credit Repair, the superheroes of the financial literacy and credit repair world. Changing your financial life only takes 15 seconds. By going to HeritageHipHop.com and clicking on the link for Transparent Credit Repair, you fill out an application to get 20% off of all services given. Open your wallet to more income instead of paying out more debt by going to HeritageHipHop.com and clicking on the link for Transparent Credit Repair. Changing your life only takes 15 seconds. On this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, we feature Lady Boss, an MC from Philly who's about lyrics and bringing that feel back. She's a devoted mom and a devoted MC who's not only trying to find her way, but making a path for others to follow. Make sure you check out this interview and I'll come back with the rest of my commentary when the interview is finished. Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, where we introduce your future favorite artist to you today. And today, I have somebody on the line that's more than a rapper. She's hip hop from the core. Introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lady Balls, man. Calling out of Philly. What's up? It's a pleasure to get to talk to you because you are a refreshing artist that hip-hop needs to hear, not just know exists. How you feel about that statement? I feel good about it because I'm doing my thing. You are, but we're going to talk more in-depth about that thing and who you are. So let's focus on you. Who would have thought in 1985 a star would be born, right? Right, 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 right. All right. So when 85 came, a new, a new, a new book was starting to get written. And, 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 and at a certain age, music went into your soul and came out of your living spirit. How did you get introduced to music and made you want to pick up a microphone and try it on your own? I'm listening to LL Cool J, I Need Love, Tupac, all of them, them, um, them stories he told, like um, Tupac was a, a lyricist, you know what I'm saying? Cool IT for Knowledge is Power, The Brat, you know what I'm saying? People like that. Word. You see, when hip-hop first hits people, you get the what-the-hell-is-that factor. What hit you first? What they said, how it was delivered, or the music itself? Delivery, how they said it, um, the message behind it, storytelling. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I want to ask you this. In school, were you a writer? Yeah, I'm a writer. I'm a writer. Always, ever since school. Can I say it again? Always, ever since school. How old am I? Excuse me? Say it again. I said, you've been a writer always in school. Like, that was your best subject? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the art of a good writer is to be able to paint the picture by setting up the canvas. When you write your songs, you do a lot of description and you do a and you do a, a, a storytell. What is important for you when you when you set up the canvas? Is it introducing yourself or setting up the emotion for the song? 
like like real life stories like 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 if I see something like if I see a cat chasing a, a mice like I gotta tell a story about that like how you ran around a pool and caught the mice you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See what's different what's different about people like you when it comes to hip hop. Y'all are like the corner of hip hop that people are scared to touch, but they know they need. Uh-huh. Would you agree? Uh-huh. Right. Why do you Why do you agree with that? Because like a lot of people want to touch on like real life stuff. They want to um sugarcoat the the game. Like I want to get the game, the real life of Lady Balls. You know what I'm saying? From the heart, hundred percent wholeheartedly. I think there's more than that though, and you can tell me if I'm wrong because I'm nobody. I'm trying to learn you, but I think there's more than that. Because real life comes with not only pain, it comes with a goal. And the goal of music has always been to entertain and to heal. What's more important to you, entertaining the listener or healing them? To hear my music. You want to heal them first? Yeah. See, hip-hop was made out of pain. People had to die for hip-hop to become a musical genre. So pain is like the main component that makes hip-hop so meaningful. And while you even say that you want to focus on real life, what was some of the pain that hip-hop helped you overcome in your own life that made you a great artist? The pain that I went through, like, like coming up, like, I seen struggle. I seen, like, like some kids on the corner, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, everything, like, even the, even the school, and um, like teachers and stuff, like it's always pain. It's always a message in music, life. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's what makes hip hop so unique. Right. Because with R and B music, which is trash, sorry to say that, but then with R and B music, is R and B music is fake hip hop now. Right. And, and rhythm and blues talked about only pain and heartache, where soul music from the Motown era talked about love, loss, growth, racism, etc. And that's how hip-hop elevated itself from that era, not just the singing era. When we, when we think about good hip-hop, it touches those elements as well. What's one of those songs that helped touch your life and didn't influence you to rhyme, but helped you to rhyme better? Um, the Roots. Emotions are very powerful when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. But as a person who does music, it's always important to channel your own emotion. So let's talk about your emotions. When you pick up that microphone, what do you feel? Especially when you're in front of a crowd or the mirror. I feel like I feel like yo, um, the people they they looking at me, so I gotta reach the people. I feel like um, they hear me, they see me, so let's let's go get them. Let's get them. You know what I'm saying? I was watching the Chun Li freestyle. Say it again. I was watching the Chun Li freestyle. Right. Chun Li, yeah. So. When I look at that, there's more to you there than the people watching you. You're in character. You're performing. So a part of you that comes out of your music actually comes out when they see you with your music. What comes out of you, you believe, when you perform? What comes out of me? 
Mm-hmm. Just, just me, like, like, um, like I can't even explain it. Like, it's just me. Like, if I, if I was to, um, like, do something different, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing me. You know what I'm saying? I just be real. Like, it's just me. See, see, the one thing that America has done to brown-skinned women and black women, if you wanted to separate them, is that America has cheated the woman of all her riches when it came to the birth of this nation. As evil as it has been in history, I believe women of color deserve the deed when it comes to America. Because women birthed children and took care of slave masters' children as well. Mm-hmm. Not only did they work in the fields like men did, women were lynched just the same way and lynched with their babies in their belly. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's an extra emotional burden when it comes to being a woman that people over centuries have had tried to beat down and beat out of the woman. And and in today's hip-hop, women not only have taken the forefront to leading the cause of hip-hop, they're the ones that's actually holding the banner. What is is hip-hop to you today? How do you fit in? Hip-hop to me today is, um, really, it ain't ain't, ain't no hip-hop today because all you hear is um, mumble rap. Like, I'm trying to bring hip-hop back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I listen to The Locks. I still listen to Queen Latifah, MC Light, LL Cool J, um, The Brat. You know what I'm saying? Brat City. Ain't no hip-hop today. And, I mean, you got a little easy verbs and them cats like that. Um, um, and stuff. They're not making no real music to me. I'm being honest. Like, I want to I wanna talk to the streets. <laughs> I feel you because you're talking about boom bap music. So you're talking about drums and kicks, right? Right. And drums and kicks is in the origin of what Philly stood for when Philly right. got into the hip hop game. Now there's many, 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 many different um styles in, of Philly. So I'm from Jersey, right? And I give a shout out to Essex County all day. North New Jersey stand up. And North is known for wards. And Philly's known for section. North Philly, South Philly, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Why don't you describe all the sections of Philly and how their hip-hop is different? West Philly is like, you know, you can't even touch West Philly because you, you don't know where they're coming from. Like, like, North Philly, we dark in North Philly. South Philly is like, you got to pick up the, the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, Even down the Southwest, it's like different parts of the city. It's all different type of characters, you know what I'm saying? But me being me, I just remain me, like, wholeheartedly. See, when we talk to people when we talk to people from Philly, Philly is always known for bars. Like, when I had the, I had the opportunity to interview Cassidy, right? And Cassidy, Cassidy was telling me about how a Philly cat always goes to the heart of the rhyme and has to get a punchline out, Right. right? Then we go to the history. We talk about, like, Will Smith, where he painted pictures, or ESP, Steady B. You know what I'm saying? Benny mm-hmm. Siegel and State Property was the beginning of the gully side of Philly taking precedence, even though it was already there, you know, even with ARAB, as, as the city and, and, and the um, territory of Philly continues. As we go into the next age of Philly hip-hop, what does Lady Boss take Philly hip-hop when she was on stage? When she on stage? Mhm. It's just um, I don't know, cause like I ain't been on stage in a minute because we're in the pandemic. 
Before I try to reach the audience, um, being on stage is like the presence, reaching people. I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate the pandemic, and rest in peace to everybody who's passed away, because I lost a lot of people, you know? And, you know, if you have to, may the most high bless you and the people who've been affected in your circle, okay? Yeah. But you know what? The pandemic made people step their game up, too. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of sorry rappers that got exposed, and there's a lot of gimmicks that got destroyed. Mm-hmm. And within the pandemic, you were able to drop an EP. So... How did the pandemic not only help your work ethic, but help you step your game up if it did? It helped. It definitely helped me because, like, I didn't want to sit home and just, like, be stuck during the pandemic with COVID. I wanted to go extra hard. Like, I was like, forget COVID. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still saying forget COVID. I go to the studio, I record, and I'm still writing and everything. You see, staying busy is one of the uh, traits of life. You know, um, the first commandment God ever gave in the Bible was to be fruitful, multiply, you know, populate the earth, but he told us to resubdue it, which means to take it into our control. So life right. is what you make it. And a lot of people are not making life. They're waiting for life. What do you say to people who do that? Um, go get it. Why wait? Go get it. I don't take no for an answer. I still go get it. So this is my main question for you off of that. See, most people are go-getters. They're just afraid. How did you conquer your fear to take the steps you needed to take to be the person that you are and the musician that you strive to be and are? I don't have no fear. Because without, like, like if you got fear, then you ain't going nowhere. So, like, I don't believe in fear. So that question right there, it just flew over my head, like, <laughs> I respect that. But it says that fear does not come from God. Fear is man-made tradition, you know? And from viewing you and even hearing the background, you got babies, too. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That's an important you. thing. May the most high bless you and your family. As an artist, how does motherhood make your art stronger, better than the average person that just spits bars? Make me just go harder. Like I could sit at my look at my doors and just like look at them and be like, yo, they gonna go up one day and be um bosses. Right now they bosses in their own in their own way. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm producing bosses right now. <laughs> See, the thing about raising a woman is that you have to appreciate a woman. I don't think a man can tell a woman too much about womanhood because that's outside of his spirit. You know what I'm saying? And as a woman that does hip-hop, music, already have the eight ball against you because people will look down on you because it's a male-dominated sport. Mm-hmm. Tell me about one time you bust somebody's ass and they had to respect you as an MC. I never had the chance to do that. Like, I'm still going hard because it is a male-dominated industry, so... Oh, no. It is what it is right now. I respect that. Because hip-hop has always been a competitive sport where somebody's always going to test you. Always. Always. And one thing I like about what you do is you take very known beat to exercise your um your worry um, in pin games. 
Tell me about the Dream Freestyle and how we got from there to now. Oh, my God, the Dream Freestyle. Yo, it came to life because everything I said is, 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 is basically true. Like, that character came. I started doing my thing like the Dream. Thank you for bringing that to life. Dream Freestyle. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a good video. I mean, I liked how you put that together. And you picked the classic beat. Mm-hmm. Shout out to what? the gang. The gang, Kanye West, yeah. Well, then, I'm going to ask you this. Does the beat bring something out of you, or do you bring something out of the beat? The beat definitely brings something out of me, but I got to go on the beat. So it mm -hmm. go hand in hand. It go hand in hand. See, I wanted to ask you that because I wanted you to learn something about you if you did not already know this. Most people try to rap and can't. Then you got people who can rap but pick the bad, the worst beats. Then you get people who get on good beats and they fuck up. See, the thing about you picking that one is it matched you. And I wanted you to see within there that great, a good to great production will aid your voice because your voice doesn't cut a beat. When did you find your voice? So you knew what kind of beats to rap on. Actually, I, I, my voice is—it is what it is. Like I don't, I don't think I got a squeaky voice. It just—I just come off natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. The beat just pick up to my voice, and my voice just pick up to the beat. So, do you write the music, or you um, write first and then just put put it on music? I write. I write the music. I just go off. So let me ask you this question, because this is a hypothetical, scientific question. How do you translate your lyrics to the beat? And what I mean that, when I say that, this is what I mean. What is the music saying to you that you're translating it into your lyrics? I'm always dark. If I got a dark beat, like, uh, oh, man, um, I'm, I'm speaking dark. If I got an up-tempo beat, I got to go up-tempo. So I just go with the, go with the flow. The flow. So you see, the flow is the cause of a lot of people being tricked today. Do you agree? Like, people are riding the beat, but they're not saying shit. You ever notice that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then when a person gets a real good beat, they get, ex they get exposed because they're catching the vibe and not, ha and not giving the message. What's more important to you, to deliver a message or to catch the vibe? Delivering a message. Why do you think so many people fail to get the message nowadays? Because they want it. They they trying to work. So just just be yourself. That's interesting. So what are people trying to do then? What do you think? I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't speak for everybody. All I can do is speak for myself. Like. This self is deeper than the self that you portray, though. So let me tell you. Let's tell me tell you what's real about you from what I've seen. Number one, you are a female who can spit. So one thing I'm going to do, I'm not going to call you a female rapper or a female MC. I'm going to call you an MC. I'm not going to separate you from that. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing I'm going to do to give you respect. Second, when it comes to how you how you put your music out, you're not putting it out only for certain people to catch. You're putting it out for the world to catch. Only those who are worthy are going to hear you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And the most important thing is you have no fear in being who you are. And a lot of people, I think, are scared. And that's why I think the music is trash. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I can relate to you. Okay. Okay. See, I want to I know about this. Because I want to go into your project. But before I do, I, I just want to know about this. We live in a time where people can't even make full LPs. Were you making an EP to introduce yourself, or was that your plan to go into other things? That was my plan to um, introduce myself. Okay. Okay. See, introduction and first, uh, your introduction to the word, your first, uh, what's it called? It your first, um, uh, I'm I'm gonna blank for the word now. But when you first your introduction to people, and your first time you meet people goes a long way. And one of my first videos I've seen from you is for the fam freestyle. Tell me about that. For the fam? Yeah, for the fam freestyle. Oh man, that was black. That 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 didn't. It. That's really not even like a um a track that I would really touch on. But I did record that, and um, that's like a freestyle. That was really nothing I would really touch on, but. Yeah, for the fans. That was just like a freestyle. I just want to do. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I focus on everything when I interview people. I, I think it's highly disrespectful if you give me one song and I talk to you about one song. I think you're, you're deeper than one song. And um, I really wanted to go and do some history on you. Like when I looked at um, Ain't Nobody, that's like seven years old, right? Right. Yeah, and I mean, even from that video to today, you are a totally different artist. I want to know about your growth so we can set up your EP. Tell me about tell me about that video and how you changed from that video to today. Oh, my God. Ain't nobody. Damn, you bringing up so much. Like, oh, my yeah. God, you thinking of the crates. Of course. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Mm. Ain't nobody. Ooh, ain't nobody fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, into this EP right now, like I just go. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh I like your god. delivery on that. I like your delivery on that. Huh? But I like your delivery on that. But you're so different now. Is it? Yeah. It was. Was it your daughters that made you different, or was it more experiences in life that made you different? Oh my God! Cause like, it's all me. Life as a whole. Huh? Life as a whole changed for you. Is that what it is? No, everything is me. Like it's just all me. Like from then to now, like I'm still ain't nobody fucking with me. Ain't nobody <laughs> fucking with me. Oh man, you're yeah. bringing up some some great. Oh man. I'm about to start thinking myself right now. Why shouldn't you? It's yours. Right. Right? And that's yeah, what we're yeah, here yeah. to do. Everybody listen to this interview. This is Kareva Heritage Hip Hop with Lady Boss of Philly and her family. So salute to the kids in the back. You know what I'm saying? We want to, we, we salute everybody. We want the children to feel the love, too. So when you play this interview for them as they get older, hey, they know mommy was, mommy was dope. Mommy is dope. We going to put it on there. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of dope, man. Why people equal, man. George Floyd, man. I'm speaking all that. Dope, that's the thing with the EP, a reflection.
See how oh, you caught that alley oop? See how you caught that alley oop? I like that alley oop. <laughs> <laughs> Dope is the new single out right now. Do our people equal when you talk about the George Floyd case, which is going on right now at the time of this interview? Right. How did George Floyd and how did it affect you and your community uh, when it happened? Man, when he uh, pound cake. Did you, did you listen to pound cake? I didn't pound hear that. No, I didn't hear yo, that. Yo, you gotta hear pound cake. Okay. That's one of the covers with you in the yellow shirt. Huh? Yeah. That's one yeah. of. The, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Oh my God, George Floyd, man, that trial that's going on right now, man. The mm -hmm. rest in peace, George Floyd, man. That's why I'm talking to the people, man. Oh my goodness, yo. Crazy, like, I want to ask you this because this is a question I ask artists that a lot of artists are afraid to answer. And I think since you're feeling she's going to be the realest answer you can give me. Why did the George Floyd case hit you differently than any other case where somebody got killed by police? Oh, my God, because it, it brought up so much. It brought up so much um, police brutality. It just mm -hmm. sparked up a lot of things like um, who else? Trayvon Martin, Brandon Tate Brown, all those guys. Um, oh my God, George Floyd. Yo, this is, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, yo. It is. And I mean, I want to ask you a theoretical question. Is the guy that's on his neck less guilty, more guilty, or equally as guilty as the men that were kneeling on his back? Man. Guilty, guilty, guilty. You know what I'm saying? All of them. You know what? I, I hate to do this. This shouldn't even be an open. This shouldn't even be no case. Like, like you right. Come on. Yeah. Like, oh my god. You're right. You're right. And I and I want to and I want to. I hate to. Like I said, I hate to do this because I know a member of George Floyd's family. You know, salute to my man Jason Sterling. Get well soon. And um. And um, George Floyd is kind of like a representation of who we are as a people today because mm -hmm. we're constantly getting provoked, choked, held mm -hmm. down, put in uncompromising positions where we have done nothing wrong but exist. It was just an incident in um, Delaware where though the guy, he was sitting outside his family house just chilling. The cops pulled up on him. You know what I'm saying? He chose to pull off. He wasn't doing nothing wrong. He wasn't mm -hmm. doing nothing wrong. And they just mm -hmm. fucking with us for no reason, yo. Mm-hmm. Because when you're property of the state, and unfortunately a lot of us are more a property than we realize, mm -hmm. um, people want to enact laws against you, especially if you do not know the law or have paperwork, which is Nazi Germany all over again. Mm -hmm. And see, hip hop nowadays, I think forgets that because while, and I don't blame certain certain artists because they're gonna do what makes them money because it is a business. But we can't do the Grammy Awards with WAP and and and, and, and with Cardi and Megan. We can't continue to have that go on. No disrespect to them, but not have people up there who talk about the struggle of the people that. That and and not talk about the struggle that made them the artists 
that make those songs to change their lives, you know? Right, right. That, that's what hurts me the most. What is the most hurtful lesson about all this that you had to talk to your daughters about? Say it again. What is the most hurtful lesson about all of this that you had to talk to your daughters about? How Rosa Parks had to sit in the back seat. My daughter Eve, she was in um, the video. Um, Rosa Parks had to sit in the back seat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to talk to her about that. They stopped teaching Black History Month. Mm. Yeah, see, there's so much hatred that you don't even know where to start when you start the lessons. Am I correct? Uh, you definitely correct. And that's the hardest part about being alive in America today is that no matter what you bring forth, you could be the best rapper, the best dressed, you could be a business owner, you could be an athlete, you're still a nigga under the law, eyes of the law. Right. Everybody listening to this podcast, this is Karev of Heritage Hip Hop. And we're talking to the lady boss of North Philly right now who has a new EP. So what's the name of your EP? A Street Reflection. That's right. And um, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all now, after listening to the EP, yeah, I'm impressed by you. Like, I'm going to buy your EP straight up. I like it a lot, actually. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I don't even think the song Dope was your best song on it, to be real with you. Um, but it's a great song. Before we go into we go into my favorite song, tell me about Change in the Marvin Gaye loop. Change is a spinoff from Dope. Mm-hmm. We need to change. Mm-hmm. Sisters need to come together, start speaking, brothers, you know what I'm saying? People eating at the trash. All that. But you know why people won't change? Because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. There was a song back in the day that said the revolution will not be televised, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why? You know why there's no revolution now? Because everybody's watching the phone instead of being revolutionary in their minds. In their minds, exactly. Why do you think the phone has taken precedence over the mind in 2021? What's Now, the phone has taken over more um, minds more than the song. Why do you think the phone is so powerful nowadays? What song is that? No, why do you think the phone is more powerful? Change? No, the phone. Why is the phone more powerful to people than the music that's out? Why, why do I think what? Why do you think the phone is more powerful than the music that's out right now. I can't I can't get that, that word that what you say, the phone? Yes. I said the phone is more powerful today oh. than the music. Why do you think that's that is or is not? They, they, they brainwash. They don't know how to put the phone down. You know what I'm saying? So that's all they know is the phone. Social media. I'm going to be honest with you. I had to really sit down and reflect the other day because, I mean, all the men in my circle, we all say the same thing. Every time you turn Instagram on, it's ass and titties in your face. There's Mm -hmm. nothing that comes on your phone more. And somebody once told me years ago, and sometimes, you know, you get get lustful and you ignore it, but it's the truth no matter what you go through. Whatever you have your eyes on, that's what your focus is going to be 
Right. And it's going to dictate your life. And one thing I was telling myself and somebody else is, you looking at a girl who don't know you, somebody's holding the camera. <laughs> and while you staring at her, somebody who's plotting on your death is getting more knowledgeable. Right. And I really had to think about that within myself and go, there's more to me than this thing. Today, hip-hop has become that thing as well because people want to live up to what they see and not live up to the truth or what it is that made them see that. What do you think is the most important lesson a person can learn about themselves as they continue to evolve in life? What's the question? What do you think is the most important thing people can learn about themselves as they evolve, evolve in life? They don't – I don't think people – really got in touch with themselves. Like, I can't speak for everybody. If they look in the mirror, then they can um, probably see something that they don't like and then go from there. But I can't speak for everybody. You can't, but you can at the same time because you know what? That's what they do for you. Am I right? Right. That's why there is a George Floyd. That's why there is a Sandra Bland. That's why there is a Tamir Rice, a Latasha Harlins, a, a Oscar Grant, a Martin Luther King Jr., a Malcolm X, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on because of this bullshit theory that all people are the same. And now they got this narrative of Asian hate and Asian violence where we never mess with Asian people like that. And now they're putting this narrative that now we are against each other. We've never really been, but they've been fucking with us for years in their corner stores. Right. And I just put up a Facebook stack about that. They was chilling. They was chilling. They still getting all the money they can get. Now, all the aliens coming out of the woodworks. Of course. And it's horrible. It's pathetic and disgusting. And that's now, what I'm alluding to. Now they want peace. They want peace and all of that. Now we touched on the Asians. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? I'm proud of New York. The New Yorkers, who the Korean and Asian uh, population and the um, brown populations, whether you're African American or whatever, out there, they actually got together and did an event together to raise money to show that we're more together than we are separate. So salute to New Yorkers who put that together, because that's very important for the country and people to see, even though they probably will not put that on the national news, you know? Man, listen, man, black folks, we need to do the same thing. I ain't taking nothing from the Asian, but black folks, we need to come together, too. I agree. What do you think would be the most powerful thing that happens if we came together? Um, we all could um like actually like really like just talk and agree, love each other, you know what I'm saying? Like like the Puerto Ricans do. You know what I'm saying? Like they they, they are good, a good community. They are good. I don't, I, uh 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 okay. No, I, I mean, you know, I, I've seen things, but, you know. We will never get it together. We will never get it together. I, I believe we will. I believe we will. I believe we will because as more evil gets exposed. So you know what thing that changed? People of color were getting it together so well that they had to stop it. That's what Judas and the Black Messiah was about. Mm-hmm. That's what Snowfall is about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when hip-hop started bringing people together in the 80s, that was the scariest thing in the world to now – had to be infiltrated by Lil Nas X and his little devil dick dance and shit. So, I mean, like, I don't know, man. Life is weird. But at the end of the day, 
you are what you deem yourself to be. And if you choose, you choose. Free, free will is the choice that you have given by the most high to be the man or woman you want to be. And all I ask is that you choose wisely and you do right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which leads me to my favorite song on your EP, by the way. Tell me about that song. Mm-hmm. It's, just let, it's just letting you know, like, I'm still that girl from the block. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still could be on the corner with the guys and still get out there and shoot the dice and <laughs> pull that gun out on you. You know what I'm saying? By the way, don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's what it is. Why is it always important to be where you're from but not forget where you at? Say it again. Why is it important to always be where you're from and not forget where you're at? Never forget where you come from. And people do all the time, unfortunately, don't they? Right. Yeah, Lady, Boss. Lady Boss, it's been a pleasure interviewing you tonight. How would you like your interview? I love it. I love it. Thank you for having me. Oh no, it was a pleasure, and I told you I'm buying this. I'm buying this Street Reflection EP because, yo, usually when I get albums and EPs, I go through them, and I'm like, yeah, you know, there's a couple things on here. Now nah, I was very impressed, and I'm going to support that, and I want to feature one of your songs on my playlist that's coming out very soon. Uh, I want to put By the Way on there. So with your blessing, may I have you the song? Yes. Oh, right. thank you for making my day. I appreciate you highly. Thank Tell you everybody how to follow. Oh, no doubt. Tell everybody how to follow you and get your music. Yo, follow me on Facebook, um, Lady Boss. That's one word. And then you got Boss behind it. Um, follow me on Instagram at, at 215LadyBay. Twitter at PA Lady Boss. Then my email address is bookladyboss at gmail.com. Everybody out there that's listening to this, let me tell you something. Buy the music. Don't stream it. All right? Because you stream the music to see if you like it, but you buy it if you like to love it. Because if you don't buy the music, not only do you cheat the artist for making the art that you like, if the Internet ever went down, that song that you swear you like or love, if you don't buy it, you don't have it. So give the artist the respect by giving them the money and give yourself respect to having the song. Because renting music is corny as hell. Get your music. You agree? Right. Agree. I'm feeling you with that. So with that being said, I would like to finish off our interview with the rapid fire questions. You ready for that? I'm ready for it. All right. So the rapid fire questions are not yes, no questions. These are questions designed to show your understanding of hip hop and depth and about yourself. Are you ready to go? Ready. Okay. Outside of your catalog, what song or album perfectly describes you? What song describes me? Song or album from somebody else? Mm. Tupac, um, White Man's World. Whoa, okay. That's that's deep. I like that. Question number two. The question I want to ask you is this. Since motherhood defines a woman, what defines an MC in your opinion? Speaking facts, 100%. Speaking facts, 100%? Mm-hmm. So who is the MC that's your go-to MC at all time that speaks to your soul? That speaks to my soul? Oh, 
y'all going, oh my God, y'all going, I can't, I can't stress enough, Tupac, LL Cool J, Tupac, LL Cool J, Tupac. So both of them, just just that they're all one person to you, LL Cool J. <laughs> I got to give it to Tupac. I got to give it to Pac. Pac? Yes. All right, so then here's my question about Pac to you. I'm the original Pac fan in my eyes. I, I believe I'm the first person to ever like Pac's music, but I was very disappointed in Pac as the years went on because his anger took away from his talent to me. And while people celebrate his anger, they didn't celebrate the man for his brilliance. What Pac was better to you, pre-Death Row or Death Row pac and on? Pre-Death Row. What's your – oh, so me, um, White Man's World. Okay, I got you. All right. I respect that. I respect that a lot. All right, thank you for your um, thank you for your your answer. Um, if you had the ability to make your dream song, who would be on the track with you, and who would do the beat, dead or alive, no restrictions? Um, Dr. Dre. He do the beat. Anybody you going wrong with? Dr. Dre will will produce it. Yes. Are you want to drain drain yourself? That's it. If you talking about producer wise. Well, you got Dre as the producer. Who gonna rap with you? If you if you want other rappers, if you don't, or singers, oh, 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 you. Um, the rap with me, Jay Z. Jay Z, Lady Balls, and Dr. Dre. You trying to tour the world, huh? Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at you. Get to Switzerland. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get to France. That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna ask you this question: With COVID changing the game and people were talking about needles. How do you think the COVID vaccination is going to change hip hop? Um, how did it change hip hop? COVID. How do you think it's going to change it? Hmm. COVID. How do you think the COVID vaccination is going to change hip hop? Oh, it is. Oh my God! I hope it changed. You um, taking the vaccination? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's deep. That's deep right there. Are you going to let somebody know. put? You gonna let somebody put in your children? Say it again. You gonna let your children take the vaccination? Yeah. Hmm. Those are things to think about because a hip hop is a reflection of real life. Nina Simone said that an artist an artist's job is to represent the times they live in with the music that they make. What do you think is the most important song somebody can make right now that you haven't heard yet? Oh. An important song that somebody can make right now? Yeah, to talk about what's going on today. Mm, I don't know. I don't know a important song that somebody can make right now. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, something that can, um, I don't know. That could change lives. Um, listen to my EP. That's all I can say. Um, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> yo, plug that EP, yo. Street Reflection. Like, yo, plug that EP. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, the new singles out right now. Do do our people equally, aka dope and change. But by the way, it's my favorite song. By the way, <laughs> yeah, fam. <laughs> right, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got I got like two more questions, and then we gonna phase out. All right. All right. My next question for you is this: There's gonna be a time when Lady Boss is gonna be recognized for more than her music. What is the music going to help you do outside of it that's going to make you a, le a legend? What's going to make me a better what? 
What's gonna, how's it going to make uh, what what can you do outside of your music that's going to help make you a legend? Oh, um, um, what you say? Um, the um homeless homeless people. I want to get them off the street. Um, get them some houses and stuff. The poverty. Keep that dream alive and work on it because at the end of the day, everybody needs help, <laughs> especially in a, in a country where people would rather make money off the poor than help the poor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 definitely. Ladies and gentlemen listening to this, we thank you for uh, paying attention. We have one more uh, question, and I'd like to thank Lady Boss and all of you for appearing on the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast this evening. This has been a blessing, and Lady Boss, I want to say, may the Most High bless you and your children. And we um we don't have a bougie policy on Heritage Hip Hop, so if you drop another project and you want to do another interview, just get in contact with us and we'll make it happen. You know, we're not um like I said, we're not bougie. We we really support those those who really hold this hip hop culture to a high standard and, and live it. Definitely. All right. So my final question is this, Lady Boss. In five hundred years, your legacy in Philly hip hop is going to be so pronounced that they're going to have. A, 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 a mural or something of you in the, in the Philly Hip Hop Hall of Fame, right? And your great, 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 great grandchild, right? Is going to be in the museum, and somebody's going to ask that person, who's Lady Boss? And they're going to say, push the red button. And your hologram is going to come out, and they're going to hear your music and see your videos. The most important question I'm going to ask you for the first interview is this. What is the legacy you left behind that made the world better because you made hip-hop music? Mm -hmm. All right, so what, what, what? What's the question? What is, what is the legacy you leave behind that made the world better because you made hip-hop music? Um, realness. Real, 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 real talk. Like, uh, you're going to be phony. Oh, my God. I don't know how to put this. 100%. Be, be, be genuine. Be genuine. That's that's what I want to leave behind. Gen genuine. Okay. Realness. Okay. Don't be phony. Don't be phony. Get the people what they want. You know what I'm saying? Don't sugarcoat nothing. Word. If you see somebody, you see somebody hungry, give them a sandwich. Give them, give them some water or something. You know what I mean? Don't be phony. Be real. That's my legacy. I want to leave behind me. Help out. Wait. Help. 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 Help each other. And with that being said, everybody, realness is the one thing that's always going to separate you from somebody else. Because a phony person's story always changes, but a real person is very consistent. And that mm -hmm. way they'll never surprise you, and you'll never catch them in a lie. you always catch them in their, in their truth, the truth, and the only truth. Right. With that being said, this is Karev from Heritage Hip Hop with Lady Boss right. from North Philly. We say peace, and we out. We out.